While Tibetans were struggling to be heard at home, by the 1990s, Westerners began taking up their cause in greater numbers. And Tibet became a pop culture cause celeb. There were movies like Seven Years in Tibet and Kundun, and actors like Richard Gere speaking out. The biggest push came from the Tibetan Freedom Concerts. Behind the scenes of this massive global concert series was a 23-year-old woman named Erin Potts. After studying Tibetan language and culture, she decided to move to Kathmandu, Nepal. She devoted herself to the Tibetan refugees there. She learned their language and their culture. One day, she got word a famous musician was coming to town. Somebody in my group of friends knew one of the people that Adam Yauk from the Beastie Boys was traveling with to Nepal. And ended up having a party one night. But Potts was not impressed. I didn't appreciate the Beastie Boys music. I guess that's the most diplomatic way to say it. Um, you know, I thought that their uh, party boy antics and their misogynist lyrics were, I didn't want to have anything to do with them. But I met Yauk at this party and was very impressed with him and was kind of like, I thought you were going to be a jerk. Um, and he's like, yeah, I know we kind of have that reputation. But they found a connection when the topic turned to Tibet. He had met some Tibetan refugees when he had been trekking uh, earlier in his trip there. And these refugees had just come over the border and he had a conversation with them about why are you leaving? And so that piqued his interest. And then here I was doing all this work. As time progressed, so did Yauk's interest in Tibet. Potts became his eyes on the ground, sending him photos from demonstrations in Tibet and keeping him informed of news from the activist community. Within a few years, Yauk decided he wanted to do something to help. You know, I'm an activist. He's a musician. When you put the two together, what do you get? <laughs> So a benefit concert was pretty obvious as one of the things that we could do. The Tibetan Freedom Concerts were not an overnight success. Yauk and Potts had three failed attempts at getting them off the ground. But things changed in 1996 when the two planned an event at San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. All of a sudden on this one, it was like, bam. We had bands saying yes. We had a place to have it. We had a promoter who could help us make it not just a concert, but my emphasis was that this is a message concert. Potts decided the goal was to stimulate activism and not just donations. To that end, she made Tibetans an integral part of each performance, bringing Tibetan experts and exiles on stage to educate audiences. We just want to thank everyone for coming out and supporting Tibet. And, um, and especially, we just want to ask everybody who's here today to come to the demonstration tomorrow. Potts created packages to brief the musicians on the cause. One of her proudest moments came in 1998, during the D.C. Tibetan Freedom Concert, when the normally press-shy Radiohead frontman Tom York made himself available before the show. Somebody actually asked him, you don't normally show up to do press, why are you here? And his response was, there's a lot of crap reasons to be a rock star. This is the good one. Where's 
Over the span of five years, the concerts brought in millions of dollars in donations and received international attention through the broadcasts online and on MTV. But Potts says that's not how she measured success. She's most proud of how the concerts helped grow the group Students for a Free Tibet, from 30 chapters in the U.S. to 650 worldwide. I think the movement needed this burst of energy, of people coming into the movement, of the spotlight and money. And then it needed to do the hard work that movements have to do. 